Welcome to the Piggy Bank Chronicles, a podcast about saving, investing, and living your best life. So hello everyone and welcome to episode number 44 of the Piggy Bank Chronicles, our favorite movies. I am excited about this episode because this week I'm joined by a very special cast of guests and we're going to count down our top favorite movies of all time. But rather than me introduce them, I'm going to let them introduce themselves to you. So guys, why don't y'all take it away? It's Roxy. That's true, Roxy. No, I still think we were in the youngest to oldest. It's Roxy. No, we're definitely in the... But of course, I am the youngest, so I will go with that. You should go first, yes. Perfect. No, hello, everybody. I am... JJ's wife, which uh, you've heard of me on some of the Piggy Bank Chronicles, um, and I am glad to be first to go in and tell you about my favorite movies. Uh, I picked mine based on what I thought I would enjoy seeing over and over and over again. So, you know, it may not be Citizen Kane, but it will be something that I have enjoyed watching. It will enjoy watching again. Um, if we start off, my number one. Wait, wait, wait. Five? No, 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 no. You're just you're introducing yourself. Don't, don't you're jumping in. We're okay. We'll, we'll go through. We'll let everybody introduce themselves real quick before we jump okay. into that. All right. Okay. So now let me. Sam, why don't you take it away? Yeah. <laughs> I'm Sam. I am the you know the prodigal first son of uh, JJ and Roxy, and uh, the first millennial. As we we've getting away from the older generations now, everyone below will be a millennial. <laughs> I picked movies. I think it's really important that there's a big difference between best movie and favorite movie, like she was saying, right? Like, we're not talking about Citizen Kane. We're talking about just the ones that we like best. And you're going to see a pretty wide range, I think, across all of us. Okay. Uh, And I I tried to... I had an instinct to try and pick a bunch of different movies, but at the end of the day, I'm a basic... Uh, boy and I like basic fun movies and I was I'm like I don't need to pick different ones just the five I like Very and cool. then I'm gonna pass it off to my wife Sophie to go next hello I'm Sophie I am Sam's wife JJ's a favorite daughter-in-law and <laughs> That's... I really thought deep as a as a previous teacher um I really thought deep of my rules and rubric about what makes my list of favorite movies so my thing was it has to be a standalone movie it is not a franchise it does not have sequels Ooh. or remakes that i know of so i'm a big harry potter fan but that is not here today and wow. other sequels as well but not here today um i might own the movie so i had to not only like it enough to rewatch it but pay extra money to own it myself and not just watch it on a streaming service um service uh let's see if i own paraphernalia like stuff that reminds me of this movie big bonus points or if this movie has created like a core memory in my life that also gets bonus points and i think this is my favorite rule slash rubric uh point is it makes if it makes me cry bonus points because i just love a good cry and (laughs) i'm a very sensitive person so it's not that hard to make me cry um so yeah, I just got to say, I feel like whatever I do now is unworthy <laughs> as a category selection. 
Wow. I heard the word rubric. Now I'm feeling like I need to create a rubric of my oh, no. I know. No, don't worry about it. <laughs> no? okay. just, just, I think Sophie's the only one that really uh, had such criteria that she tried to follow to a letter. I, I, you don't have to feel weird that she did. <laughs> it was cool. It's, it's, it's my cool. inner teacher, you know? I like it. Okay, Catherine, you're up. Hello. I feel like I took this much less serious than everyone else. Um, my name is Catherine. My JJ Lejeune is my head financial advisor and father. So, <laughs> oh Lord, the responsibility. <laughs> <laughs> correct, correct. I primarily only watch romantic comedies, so that's pretty much my entire list. Oh my so, gosh. if you're not on board with that, go somewhere else. You know, tune out, tune out during my parts. <laughs> Um, I'll pass it over to my husband, Kyle. Howdy, everyone. Kyle here. Uh, you may recognize me from a previous episode, otherwise known as uh, the most viewed episode of this podcast before. That would be the most uh, listened <laughs> episode, but I still appreciate your enthusiasm. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yes, married married to my wife, Catherine, uh, the son-in-law to JJ and Roxy, and happy to be here and talk about some movies. My, my main process was just kind of, I went through every single movie that was released uh, since like 1988. Oh um, my gosh. And <laughs> and uh kind of went through and saw uh figured out if I had seen them or not. Uh went through the ones I saw uh and I was like, "Ah, yeah, I liked that one but didn't love it." Made a list of the ones I loved uh, and just kind of narrowed it down from there to my top 5. Oh, you guys are all over the best. So I feel I just I feel a little inadequate right now because Okay, so here's what I did. I picked, like, just randomly picked 36 movies that I thought were, like, movies I really liked. And I used Pub Meeple online, and I just ranked them all from the one to top to bottom. And basically, what Pub Meeple does is lets you compare, constantly compare two movies at a time. And so my criteria is just, if both of those movies were on TV right now, which one would I more want to watch than the other? It was... So kind of to what some other folks have said, not necessarily like the greatest technical achievement or, you know, the, 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 the most famous movie, but just what movie do I want to watch? So I have to say that my list surprised me and a few of the items that ended up in the honorable mention category, I would have sworn would have been in the top five and just didn't quite make it. So it was pretty rough, but I think this is going to be fun. So we're just going to kick it off. I'm going to I'm going to turn it over to you, Kyle, and you're going to lead us out with number five. Uh, yeah, I'm really excited about this. Uh, this is the first of two movies from this director. Uh, my number five favorite movie of all time is Blade Runner 2049. Directed Ooh, by Denis Villeneuve. Yeah, that's the new one? Yes. Yeah, oh, I love that, that one. Like yeah. That is a good ago. movie. First one's better, but go ahead. <laughs> what did she say? She said first one's better. <laughs> <laughs> oh wow! Listen, I disagree. Like, I like uh, Indiana Jones as much as the next guy, but Ryan uh, Reynolds <laughs> or not Ryan Ryan Gosling did a great job in that new one. And if you can't remember his name, oh, there's too many Ryans. There's <laughs> too many Ryans. <laughs> well, that's uh, that's an I I did not expect that pick, Kyle. That seems that feels yeah, a little out of left field, but it's a really fun story to me. The visuals in the movie are just fantastic. the The soundtrack is something that I I love to hear. Like it just it fits the vibe of the entire film, and 
it's yeah, I love I love watching that one. Um, kind of like, almost like every few months, maybe a couple times a year. Yeah, that one's pretty awesome. So I saw this is Blade, right? I mean, I saw the original, yes. but I don't know if I ever even no. watched the sequel. Not Blade. Well, he, he said Blade Runner. We're not talking about the Black Daywalker. We're talking about <laughs> a not, the, not the Marvel hero. Yeah, yeah. yeah we saw it at the theater, JJ. We did. Oh. oh, man, I don't remember it, <laughs> but I'm sure it was good. <laughs> Okay, well, cool. Uh, Catherine, you want to go to number five? I've got it. I'm ready. Do it. My number five is a good old reliable, maybe not a super common romantic comedy for everyone to think of. It's called She's Just Not That Into You. (laughs) Uh, Don't giggle. Let me talk about it. So it is in my top five only only for the climactic scene in which i cannot come up with the actor's name but the main actor in the movie just the one line where he says you're my exception because it's basically this this um spoiler alert about the movie it's there's a lot of inner working parts um a lot of different couples that kind of get together that kind of thing but this one couple become friends and the guy keeps keeps trying to convince her, like, talk to this this girl that he's becoming friends with. He's like, if he does X, Y, and Z, he's not that into you. If he does this, he's not into you. Move on. Do something different. Um, and so he gives her these signals that all the things that he said to look out for. And basically at the end of the movie, tells her like you're my exception and they fall in love and it's perfect and i love it um but it's just that scene gives me goosebumps every time i see it and so i rewatch it for for the end alone i just ah, it gives me the tingles you know well good that's uh, okay I don't know if anybody has any comments about that movie or I'm just not that into that movie. You know? <laughs> okay. I, knew, I knew there was something. I felt like that was a slam dunk that had to be done. So I appreciate it. He was waiting. He Sam was waiting. Stepping to say it. I, I let you say your piece. I you... <laughs> okay. uh, even though a lot of mine fall into the trite category, I would call that one definitely trite. Hey. Uh, let's let's not go throwing rocks and fill all the rock yeah. glass yeah, houses yeah, yeah. have Hold emerged on. here. <laughs> okay. Relax. All right. So Sophie, you want to give us your number five? Okay. So my number five is room. Uh, well, it's only called fourteen oh eight. It's a room in a haunted hotel, and I just love horror movies. And this one was the first horror movie that I truly enjoyed. It kind of got me into the horror movie genre because it kind of changed my mind. It's like, oh, scary movies don't have to just be scary. They can have you um, feel scared, but also feel sympathetic and emotional for a specific character. So 1408 is one of my favorite horror movies because it it just has that nostalgia that it led me to it, this genre. So it's also almost like an extended episode of like the Twilight Zone. Like it's such a like yes. weird like situation. It's it's pretty interesting. Yeah. It's interesting. also based on a Stephen King short. Yes, and I love Stephen King, so yeah. I I really enjoy this movie, and it does make me cry at the end. Spoiler <laughs> alert: 
you don't want to hear yeah, the ending. Yeah, that's that's how it got yeah. on the list. The tears. <laughs> that's how it got on the list. It did make me cry uh, so, as a horror movie when nobody believed that he was in this haunted hotel, basically. And then he like plays back one of the tapes that he was recording in the haunted hotel because he was a writer and was writing about or trying to get writer's inspiration. And he hears on the tape the voice or the conversation he had with his daughter that had passed away. And I was just like, oh. <laughs> oh, my God. Um, <laughs> so, so I was, I was, I was a little worried that Sophie, with her rubric, was like not going to have any horror movies in there. But already Are you I'm, kidding? I'm relieved no. that we're, we're there. <laughs> I knew she was going to have some horror movie. Well, I assumed she would have some horror movies, but then I was confused with the rubric because I was thinking a lot of the horrors are like franchises, right? They have a lot of different mm -hmm. movies. Yeah. Which and movie? it has... Oh, sorry. No, go ahead. Okay. Go ahead. And I also love like John Kuzak. He's a great actor. And of course it has Samuel L. Jackson. So good cast. Good cast. Nice. All right. Well, Roxy, what is your number five? Well, you could relate that to Sophie's a little bit based on the fact this is the heaviest by far of uh, anything I've got out there. It's so crossing. Wait, yeah. Did we abandon the age order? Oh, wait, did I? I'm sorry. You're, you're so right. You're so right. I apologize. Skip Sam. Samuel, what is your number five? Sam, we don't, Sam obviously, we don't care what your number five is. Ah, I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. Sam, what is I, your I mean, number five? I'll be quick because I don't think anybody will have that much to say about this one. It's, so much uh, for the prodigal son. My, my <laughs> number five is definitely uh, Batman Under the Red Hood. It's a, one of the animated Batman movies. It's just really awesome. It's got a great voice cast, like uh, Jensen Ackles, who plays uh, Homeboy in The Boys, and like Dean on Supernatural, he plays... J oh. uh, he's in The Red Hood. Sophie, you know that... Uh, the Who's the hands of death and destruction in your show, The Resident? He plays uh, oh. Batman in this oh. one. No way. And then Neil Patrick him. Harris plays uh, Nightwing, the older Robin in it. It's, it's, it's got an amazing cast, and it's it's just really a cool movie and one of the best DC's yeah. put out. I wouldn't have guessed that for you. Yeah, Better make it though, correct? What's up? It's animated. animated. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So yeah. her mom's never, never seen it. Yeah, when you say it. animated, she's just like drawing a line through it on her. Yeah, paper. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's just I mean, DC's done a lot of attempts to take a popular comic and make it into a movie, and it's pretty hit or miss. This one was a hit. That's cool. That's very cool. Nice. I, I don't know if I remember seeing it, but it sounds like something I need to see. So, Roxy, now what is your number five? <laughs> Okay, my number five in relation, if you think about it, to Sophie's was also based on a Stephen King's novella written in a genre that's unusual for him, but it's also considered one of his best works. It was called Rita Hayworth and Shawshank Redemption. Yeah. <laughs> oh, wow, man, that's that is a heavy movie, but that is an iconic movie iconic movie and you know i was sitting there going i was looking at my list going oh my gosh i know i'm gonna be doing tomorrow i'm gonna be watching all five of these movies oh my god <laughs> I, get that. I get that yeah i do want to watch all of them. oh wow but uh no yes charles hank redemption definitely a movie that gave you all kind of feels gave you all kind of you know um talks awesome. about what was yeah it was an awesome movie and i don't if anybody disagrees with me you know take it up with me later but so, i agree it was a good good movie i think we'll that's a safe pick <laughs> It was the safe pick. Yeah. You have yeah, never, never like seen it? 
I've never seen it. Catherine, you oh saw it gosh, once God. when I played it for you in the car on the way to Louisiana. I get it, but I've seen it. <laughs> okay, <laughs> don't don't get a little too holier than now over there. <laughs> uh, must see, Kyle. Add think, it to your list. I think when you well, when you can say that you've seen Shawshank Redemptions when you watched it for the fifth time, I believe maybe. See, I've never seen it, and we own it. Oh my gosh! <laughs> and Sophie, now that you know that it's based on a Stephen King novella, don't you want to watch it more? I'm in. It's okay, got good. Morgan Freeman so in it. It's it does have good. Morgan. I do like Morgan Freeman. Yes, and uh, and uh, Tim Roberts. Tim Robbins. Right? Yeah. I, so yeah. the thing about it, I I don't like prison movies, but that was a really good movie. It it was mm -hmm. just man. It. I enjoyed it more than I expected to. For well, because sure. it, it's, I think it still shows you the horrors of prison, but it's like got a ending that you, I think you'd be happy with how everybody ends up. Oh yeah, it's it's a good movie. Unless you're rooting for the bad guys, I guess. <laughs> so <laughs> what about you, Dad? So What's for me, okay. Five? So I, I look. So here's the problem. When I did this pub meeple thing and I ranked all my movies, it did not come out the way that I thought it would. So <laughs> I think I'm going to start to get a lot of aggro as I go through my top five. But number five is an old classic, and I'm gratified that it's in the list because it has one of my favorite actresses of all time in it. it oh, I know, is, what, it is. I know it, what it is. You want to guess what it is, Roxy? A fish called Wanda. It is a fish called Wanda. <laughs> with Jamie, Jamie Lee Curtis, Kevin Kline, and uh, who's the uh, the Monty Python player that was in it? Uh, John Cleese. John Cleese. It was. If anyone wants a head start on guessing the rest of his movies, just pull up uh, Jamie Lee Curtis's movies. There's probably another one in. <laughs> okay, let's yeah. just stay calm. <laughs> Let's not let's not overreact. No, but there are two that might have made it, but this is one for sure. I was concerned about describing this as a romantic comedy, but honestly, a fish called Wanda is just a straight up comedy, almost not quite Ooh. as nuts as Talladega Nights. But there is a romantic component to it, which is nice, and it Yay. threads through the movie. And and I just really like that movie. It was it was a great movie for me. I so, guess it. Yeah. <laughs> so nobody's gonna throw rocks at me here or anything. I've never I've, heard. I've never, never seen it. No. Most of them haven't seen. Never it heard of it. Okay. I don't. Well, heard yeah, I've never even seen it, yeah. heard of it. <laughs> so you should check out a fish called Wanda. It's a really good old movie. Yeah, sounds good. Uh, it is not a black oh. and white. Before y'all start getting ugly. <laughs> I was just saying, yeah. pre or post nineteen eighty eight. Okay, it's. It's, is it it is 1988. It's exactly I what it goes. Okay. I think it's post-88. Yeah, I think so. They have one that's pre-88, but... Yeah. yeah. Okay, so that was a pretty good round, but I think it's going to get more spicy as we go. So let's go to number four. Kyle, why don't you kick us off yep. with your number four? Absolutely. So uh, I, I completely understood what Sophie was saying about uh, not wanting to include like really any... Uh, like series or trilogies or sagas, anything like that. But there is one I couldn't leave off my list from my favorite uh, trilogy of all time, and that is the Lord of the Rings, the Two Towers. I just, I think it has some of the best action sequences oh, you can see in any uh, any kind of like war movie, uh, more like I guess old timey like swords and battling at stuff, uh, stuff like that. Uh, the fact that so much of the prosthetics uh, and everything is. Like physical, there's not really mm -hmm. any CGI in any of the Lord of the Rings movies, and everything looks so realistic. Um, and then, this, obviously, just the story of the Lord of the Rings, I think a lot of it progresses throughout the second movie, and uh, you really start to see a lot of more like character development of the characters. Wait, you picked and... the second one? He picked I, the I two towers. Say, I, yeah, the second one. I think I that's a with, hot take. <laughs> I agree with everything hot Kyle take. says about like the action, the prosthetics, everything. It's a really good 
movie as far as cinematography. But I just think you're wrong. I just feel like one and three are just so much better than two. The, the two battle, is probably the battle, my least The Battle of Helm's Deep itself yeah. beats the other movies. Oh my gosh. This is... Uh... Okay. I just like Hobbits, man. You know, uh, okay, you're not part of this. I like being in the Shire doing uh, Hobbit stuff. You know? So I think we have two Lord of the Rings fans here. Yeah. And then there I are just, four other people. <laughs> I just think it's terribly... It's terribly upsetting because Kyle insists that I only watch the extended edition. That is not true. And every time <laughs> he puts on, every time he puts on an extended edition, I take a little nap. <laughs> Why would you not watch the extended edition though? <laughs> it is hard to watch as the first time watching the movies. Yeah. I do so agree with that. I've, said nice. I've never got all the way through Lord of the Rings though, so I can't yeah. truly comment. Well, what I've did he but see, you in the, uh, you can watch one really long extended edition, but then you save yourself the time because then you didn't have to watch like the the theatrical edition Count, and counter, then the extended edition. Counterpoint: I watched the theatrical, realize I don't like them, and then don't have to watch. Oh the my extended gosh! Edition. Exactly. The Return of the I'm King at. ended six times, and it was and it five times too long. Guys, <laughs> <laughs> like there should have been more. <laughs> They should have done the book and gone out to deal with Saruman. Oh my god! <laughs> okay, well, Kyle, you wanted more endings. You got it with your extended edition. Don't make other people suffer. So, so, That's all I'm saying. We knew this was going to be a hot take. It's it's fine. It, it, it's out it's there. It's a hot it's, take. It's, it's actually crazy. I think in any other room, they're getting uh, like a lot of. They are getting a lot of kudos. Yeah, there's a big cadre of Lord of the Rings fans. We just this is the wrong room. Yeah, it's, it's just so it's a rough room. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> All right, so Catherine, what is your number five? A uh, four. Your number four. Okay, well, this is one that you all probably knew was going to be in the list. Uh, if you knew me through this phase, <laughs> I have without without exaggeration. No way, it's this low. It is this low. <laughs> I've watched this movie over thirty times, and I stopped counting after that. Um, I can quote a lot of the lines, a lot of the monologues. It is the only musical that made it into my top five, but it is pitch perfect. It's number four? It's wow. number four. Number four. I, know. I didn't see that coming at all. That's low you thought for it was you. Gonna be higher. thought it was <laughs> going to be higher, yes. Wow. Like 30-something times, it has to be higher. i got to hear the higher one. I know. I'm, I'm <laughs> I very intrigued now. I, <laughs> I think I haven't. It's just, it's fallen out of favor more recently. I haven't watched it in quite a while. So maybe it's one I need to go back and rewatch, but it's, it is one I have. So it fits Sophie's criteria and I have definitely rewatched it. Yeah. I haven't had a good cry to it because it's just, it's a family friendly, feel good movie for the most part. Um, really good music. I know all the songs. It's just, a, it's a good time. The trouble tones were robbed. The trebles were robbed. The trebles oh, <laughs> were robbed. You gotta get over it. They were not robbed. I've got the They magic. had the magic of it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So good. So good. For the girls were just so much better than the boys that time. Troubles were robbed. The, no. the girls were good. Robbed. <laughs> I don't know. They yeah. were really good. They were both I good. Felt- it was the, that last that last two scenes were amazing, I thought. So Yeah. So, Sophie, what is your number four? Okay. So, I'm kind of upset that this even made my list because I really tried not to put it in my list because apparently this is my whole identity, which I didn't even <laughs> go about. <laughs> but, 
Yeah. Number four <laughs> has to go to the Polar Express. Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> really big turn compared to my number five. Really, it's a 180. Um, but it had to be on my list, even though I really didn't want it to be. I wanted to, you know, be like, no, this is not my identity. But it's we're here because it's a standalone movie. <laughs> It, it makes me cry every single time. And it made the list uh, most recently because we rewatched it this Christmas after so many years. And literally, I couldn't get through the first 10 minutes of the movie. And I was every, already crying. Every oh, time wow. it would even <laughs> slightly foreshadow the ending, she's wiping tears. Oh, like, my gosh. <laughs> yes. And it, it's just, it's such a heartwarming movie. And it's a book that I remember reading growing up. So it created like a really core memory. And obviously as a teacher, we always did the Polar Express as part of our curriculum. And like the little kids got to take their little bells home and all this stuff. And of course, my favorite part is that Tom Hanks literally plays like every single character in this movie. Yeah, as well. <laughs> it's just, it's, it's such a good movie. And spoilers, so here's the ending. Here's the part that really just makes me cry is when he's saying how at, a certain age, all his friends could hear the bell because you can only hear Santa's bell if you believe. And so all, at one point, all his friends could hear the bell. But as they started to grow up, like they stopped hearing it. And even one day, his sister stopped hearing it. But it still rings for him at his old age. And so it, it does for all who truly believe. And I just like... <laughs> Oh wow! <laughs> so good. It's such a good ending. It's so sweet, and it's just like, oh, it's so cute. <laughs> so, so I don't know how nobody can throw shade at that pick. That's just an yes, unshadable. Yes, I can. What are you talking about? Oh Tom my god! Hanks. <laughs> Tom Hanks plays half the cast. What what Christmas, what Christmas movie doesn't end with? And in the end, they believe in Santa. It's like it's not breaking new ground. Oh <laughs> my gosh! What are you he doing did over here? And he, and he was wild. The, the, the kid is at the North Pole staring at Santa. He's like, but do I do I really believe? It's like, what are we doing here? <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. Good okay. I, I, almost I, nobody could I throw watched, shade at that pick. <laughs> I, well, I'm gonna say I watched Polar Express once as a child and had no interest in ever watching it again. Oh That's my gosh, what is wrong with you people? <laughs> oh good. The music is cute. Josh Groban does a beautiful song at the end. Oh, so beautiful. Tom Hanks Everything. plays the train, the snow. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so I, 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 although I have to call on you, I really want to skip you because you're being a big haterade yeah, here. Fair, but Sam, Sam, what is your number <laughs> listen, four? And that, listen, throwing so much shade. There's a lot of room to throw stones at my movies coming up. I'm this picking <laughs> up a rock as we speak right <laughs> yes. But I mean, it's it's tough to because I, I, I wanted to be like, I can't pick so many animated movies. But anyway, Shrek 2 is so good. <laughs> oh <my God. laughs> Okay, really? Yes! In the pantheon, in the pantheon of movies, you chose Shrek too. It's got Antonio Banderas as Puss in Boots, dude. Iconic oh character. My gosh. And, it, and oh here's God. your mom chiming in, like supporting this. Eddie Murphy added again, dude. They're so good. Donkey. Whose soundtrack shaped my childhood? I think. Oh my the gosh. Ugly, the ugly stepsister is played by Larry King, dude. The movie is so good. <laughs> I feel like you're casting me. Was it really played by Larry King? Yes, and Joan Rivers appears as herself in the movie. It's so good. That is 
so good. I do love Shrek 2. Out of all the sequels, I think ever created, Shrek 2 takes the cake. And I, I had a Shrek buddy. Shrek 2 is better than the original Shrek. It's, yeah, it it's is. one of the best sequels. And I got a buddy who like he like collects and sells old video games. I'm like, boy, you got to track me down the GameCube Shrek 2. I lost mine. I need another <laughs> copy. The game's good too. Oh my god! I have the Shrek 2 PC game still. <laughs> I did not I see that it. coming. <laughs> I, I didn't either until it came up, and I'm like, it's got to be there. I just love it. Oh, well, hey, respect. You know, it's like I, I want to throw a rock, but I did enjoy the movie, so I'll just put the rock down for a moment. Zero, <laughs> zero qualms. Zero qualms with that pick. Uh, so, I have qualms, but. <laughs> Roxy, <laughs> do you want to throw some. No animation? What? We'll you want to throw some shade so before you're number five? Or? <laughs> Four. Number four, four, I'm sorry. Number four. Oh, it's time for my number four? Yeah, but do you want to throw some shade, more shade at Sam before you... No, no, I think that's enough shade. Okay. okay. But but I will say my number four was just fun. I will watch it anytime I run across it on TV. Um, I will try to give it a little uh, <laughs> cred by saying it's loosely based on Jane Austen's 1860 novel, Emma, but it is Clueless with uh, Alicia Silverstone. Oh, no. Oh, wow. Clueless. Oh, okay. Clueless? Come on. Right. Right. He's All off the, the gas here, people. <laughs> Put that man in jail. Put that man in jail. <laughs> first of all, it's it was all the right. <laughs> All right, lock him up. Stop. Stop. Okay, Dog, I, that's uh, on my list, Roxy. That's, that's a that, okay, let's not spoiler, but that's Roxy. That's a solid pick. I, I can't I can't complain about that. It's so good. It is a good. I movie. agree. The the first uh, movie for Turk, right from Scrubs. Was it really Turk? Oh yeah, he was. He was the boyfriend. Yeah, the, was that uh, his her, first her movie? Yeah, he said when he was filming Scrubs at first, he was the famous one. Everybody would be like, hey, yo, Clueless, like on the streets when they saw him. Oh, man. He was good in Clueless. I really thought he, he was amazing in Scrubs. So. Very good. So, Very good in both. Folks, we, we have done it. We've arrived there at the place I never thought we'd get with this uh, eclectic <laughs> list. But in number four, we've got our first legitimate crossover. Um. Oh. I can't believe that I'm saying you this out loud. You picked Shrek 2 also? No, I'm kidding. <laughs> I no wish way. that I could say that I did because I would get a lot less aggro. My number four is Pitch it's Perfect. perfect? Ah. Yeah. It is Pitch Perfect. Yeah, it's, it's really good. It's really at good. At the same position too. At the, yeah. it's, everything Catherine said, the movie was just like a perfect, like finding Pitch your place perfect. in the world kind of movie. It was just boom. Perfect college such movie. such a good movie. All right. Okay. Yeah, the only so, reason it didn't make my list was because it had sequels. But it, I literally walked to Target from my college campus to buy this movie. It, it was <laughs> a, it just a so solid movie. And Catherine's right on. I, I also was surprised it ended up at number four. Just for, just for context, I forgot about it. And I made the list. And I added it in and redid the list. And it ended up at number four, which is why I had to add it in, basically. So. Mm -hmm. It's so good. And I would I would honestly argue I know it is a part of a trilogy. It just it it's is amazing. such a good standalone movie. It's the first and also I don't I really I I like I said I watched Pitch Perfect over 30 times and the sequels I watched them all once and never rewatched them. So the first is just such a good like standalone. It is its own like it's its own whole thing. It's so yeah. good. 
All right, all right. Let's roll on to number three. All right, so Jeff, I'm tired of hearing about this. I'm tired of hearing two people's full rendition of pitch. Okay, okay, okay. So, Kyle, what is your number three? Yeah, uh, down to the top three now, and I'm pretty excited about this one. Uh, I don't think anyone else uh, in this call will have seen this movie. Uh, It came out in 2022. Pretty stacked cast uh, with Alexander Starsgard, Anya Taylor Joy. Nicole Kidman, Ethan Hawke, Willem Dafoe. Uh, just an absolutely stacked roster for a cast. Uh, and that is The Northman. Um, yes, it is, a, it is a very kind of like dark and twisted uh, take on uh, like the Vikings taking on the English uh, and all these kind of invasions and taking their people and the the whole flow of the movie it gets very fantasy esque at parts of it kind of following uh some like viking uh, lore and culture uh from their gods and it's it's a it's kind of a very like thrilling movie just from the beginning to the end nonstop action uh, not like just fighting but just things happening constantly and you're always kind of on the edge of your seat when watching it it was a fantastic how, film how do you oh, think Nicole Kidman Nicole Kidman felt playing the mother of the Skarsgård <laughs> <laughs> it was probably uh, a very interesting time for her. <laughs> Un- unhappy with the casting, I would say, maybe. <laughs> I want to say, but still, yeah. But at least they're paying me to do a job, so I guess yeah. I'll take it. <laughs> Nicole Kidman is nine years older than Alexander Skarsgård. <laughs> yeah, I know. Yeah, <laughs> That's the point. <laughs> did, y'all, did y'all see that interview with uh, Mark Wahlberg about that movie he made with Tom Holland based on the video Uncharted? I did not. He said they said they've been kicking that around for so long. Originally, the he was supposed to be the main character. Like he was supposed to. Mark was like, I was supposed to be Nathan Drake, but they got Tom Holland. I'm like, well, wait. Then what am I? I'm the old guy. (laughs) 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 He's like, oh no, I'm I'm getting cast as the old guy. Oh man, that was a good movie though. That's so. That's uh, that's an interesting take. Yeah, I, I think maybe Roxy's seen that, but I don't know if anyone else I've, has. I've never heard oh, an yeah, elevator no, pitch I... for that one. Kyle's kind of selling me on it. He did, so. he did a little bit. Yeah, kind of hooked me. All right, so Catherine, what is your number three? Um, I was kind of struggling between the number two and number three, but I'm gonna say definitely. Number three is kind of like a comfort movie for me. It's, of course, a romantic comedy, but it falls in the genre of like pretending to be together and then falling in love, which is just, it's just my favorite kind of, it's my favorite kind of romantic comedy where they have to pretend to be a couple for some reason um, and then end up being a couple. This is a big comfort one for me, but it's called Leap Year. Wow. Really, really good time. Kind of a really lead in. I was expecting Irish a different movie with that lead in for sure. So, yeah. wow, yeah, this is a weird pick. As a I, yeah, as someone that's watched it with her, the it is it is a very fun movie. Uh, and Irish accents always are just peak. It's, movie. No, it's a solid movie. I've seen it. It's a good movie. Yeah, I can't complain about it. I mean, I know Amy Adams is good in most of the stuff she's in. I'm not going to lie. You put math. You put Matthew Good in a movie. And I'm going to watch it. But other than that. <laughs> Because I look just like him. Oh, wait. Very no, you do very much like him. Uh-huh. You, you, uh-huh. <laughs> 100%. I've never seen this man, but I'm sure you do. She's I believe. lying <laughs> so much right now. 
Okay, well, that's uh, I did not expect that, but I guess I should expect that because it's it's a good movie and it's a rom com, and here we are. So, it's more is it more rom than com, or I guess it has a little bit of comedy in it, sort of. Rom, it's it's just become like more of a comfort movie for me, so I can kind of put that on, and I've rewatched it quite a few times recently. So your number three is the leap is leap year, right? Leap year. Okay, so Sophie, where are you at on number three? Okay, so this movie i don't know if any of y'all other than sam have watched this movie because i made him watch it Mm -hmm. um but i think this would actually go over really well for you all if you decide to watch it it is a comedy drama starring a mexican actor uh eugenio derbez he is mostly known for his super funny comedic roles and in this one even though it is a comedy um he has such a range that you could see like it i don't know i feel like it put him on the map as far as american movies go because he was already famous in mexico but i think i don't know this is just my thought i don't know but i think this is what really um caught people in america to his work um the uh, the movie is called instructions not included it's about an irresponsible playboy uh, who must grow up quickly when a former lover gives him their daughter to raise, then she leaves without a trace. Uh, so it's it's super cute because he actually starts off, it starts off in Mexico and he um, comes to America as an undocumented citizen and is a stuntman in Hollywood. And this is how he basically raises his child. And their relationship is just so cute and like the twists and turns of this movie really just hit you in the heart like as a parent you know um as a child you know you just look at this and you're just like wow because the mom of the girl actually comes back and wants to take the daughter away from him so this is where kind of like the climax is like they go to court you know she's trying to take him away and here's one of one of the spoilers. I don't no, no, I, I, I don't think you should spoil anymore. I feel like you already this uh, the twists in this movie are super important to enjoying it. Yeah, so if anybody yeah. True. Watch it's it. really important. So I'm not going to give any spoilers then. In that case, I was going to give this one, but no. Okay. And, and what was um, the name again? It was. Uh, it's called Instructions Not, not included. included. It's okay. So cute and funny, and this one just it does the cocoa effect where it's like. You're crying halfway through the movie already, just <laughs> to cry more at the end. You're just like, oh no, I thought we were done. Oh, you know? <laughs> and then he, I don't know if y'all have seen El Henio de Vest. He had a more recent movie that I saw it was with him and Anna Faris. Did y'all see the one where he was like dating a celebrity? He was like some valet. Yes, yes. yes. I, oh, is that him? I love that him. movie. Exactly. That was a great He's, movie. I, I thought y'all might know him He's from that. So and good. He, oh, I did enjoy that movie quite a bit. And it's really I good. forgot yeah. about that movie. <laughs> He, yeah, he's such a great actor. I I really love him. He's awesome. Nice, very good. Okay, well, Sam, I, I'm, should I pick up my rock again, or is this going to be a safer choice? You, I mean, you can pick up your rock. I, I think it's safe for him. <laughs> for but it's, it's, it's a popular movie. Is it All right. animated, Sam? <laughs> no, it's not animated. But wow! Um, imagine yourself in Rome, right? You're in Rome, <laughs> and you want to go home, right? The problem is all roads lead to home and there's just no way home. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Spider-Man No Way Home is so oh. good. Oh my god. I was ready for that. One. I wasn't sure <laughs> what was going was on waiting. just now. 
It's got all three of my boys in it. Toby's oh, back. Uh, they got they got Willem Dafoe back, and he says he's a bit of a scientist himself. He says the line. It's okay. very good. It's okay. got Doctor Strange in it for no reason. It is reason. fantastic. I only had one big issue with that movie, and that nope. is Toby McGuire. Oh, you're wild. Yeah, you're <laughs> wild. I love Toby. Hashtag forever my Spider-Man. I, I have to say yeah. that I forgot about this movie, and if I had remembered it, it would for sure have hit the top ten. It might be in the top five. It was a great movie. It was so. Oh and oh my god, justice for Andrew because his movies were trash, but he's so good. Andrew Garfield <laughs> oh, would be an awesome Spider Man. Yeah. Good was writer. Amazing. <laughs> yes, it yeah. was awesome. His scene to come into the movie was so good. Oh, it was so good. Oh, yeah. good. Jamie yeah. Fox got to do Electro as Jamie Fox this time. Like they, they really did a lot for all the characters that got screwed by the Andrew movies. <laughs> yeah, it was it was yeah. a it was a solid movie. Oh my gosh, it blew me away. I had no expectations for it when I went in, and it was yeah. just blew me away. Yeah, my worst part is Zendaya. Her it's not the actor. Her character is so annoying in all of the Tom Holland. You yeah, she was mildly annoying in that. No, the, she, her Mary Jane character is just annoying. I don't no, not at all. That that no. Mary that Mary Jane character just does it for me. I don't know what to say. You, okay. You're a okay, okay. <laughs> Compared to Gwen Stacy in the Andrew movies, dude. Oh my god, she's so good. Okay, okay, she, okay, okay. Okay, but that's not even fair. That's <laughs> not even fair. What's her name? Tell me her name right now. Emma Stone, right? Yeah. Emma Stone. She's yeah. Like she, she's a better. <laughs> well, I, I don't want to get the Zendaya haters at me. I think Emma Stone's a really good it. actress. No, I, I agree. I think Zendaya's a good actress. <laughs> and I, I like the, the character, character they wrote for her better. Yeah. Just I, didn't feel I really. Like, wanna, if you want to like. stone them, I'll tell you their home addresses and when. No, let's not do that. No. Zendaya for life. Okay, well, so there's a little bit of shade, but not just mainly a little call out on the on the editorial comments there. <clears throat> All right, so Roxy, what is your number three? Okay, I'm gonna throw it out there. Movie I love. Y'all are gonna hate it. Y'all won't care. Um, and I've t I've tried to get y'all to watch it before a couple of y'all, and uh, y'all just not about it. I think I got Catherine to watch it up until the point where all the sheep fell off a cliff and died. Well, I know it. Um, Spoiler alert. Mm. Wait. What? <laughs> Far it's from the maddening crowd. It is what? a novel by Thomas Hardy, but it was in 2015, and love that movie. Love that version of the movie with Carrie Mulligan. So, anyway, I've never heard that. you mention Mom, this movie in my life. Mom, I'm gonna tell no. you, I yeah. I don't have a lot of stones with that movie. I <laughs> actually, it was an above average movie, but uh -oh. like she just said, a ton of sheep just walked off a cliff to their death. <laughs> And no, that was when I was kind dog, of tired of the movie. The dog chased them off the cliff. Oh, better. That's better. Yeah. Perfect. The sheep dog just <laughs> killed them. Yes. The dog killed the sheep. And then he took the dog killed outside them. and shot him between the eyes. Yep. <laughs> you, you, have, you have gone from kind of selling me to there is no world where I watch this movie. Yeah, it's, it's, <laughs> right. no. it's, it's, yeah. it's, it's a gritty, gritty, gritty movie, but I enjoyed it. I like a you lot of it. It was good for me. You know, I love that part. Okay, but let's roll on because nobody has seen it. Nobody will want to see it. I just enjoyed it. So far from the Manning crowd, you're number three. So, it's a very famous novel by Thomas Hardy. So very famous novel, but anyway. So I'm gonna I'm gonna just turn it down a little bit. <laughs> so, you, it, those who know me know that I'm a huge fan of animated movies. That rarely does an animated movie come out that's like action or adventure that I don't come see. So eventually one was going to have to show up in my top five 
This is the first one arriving at number three. It is the incomparable Despicable Me. Oh, fantastic movies. Yeah. It's really good. The whole series yeah. is really good. Yeah. It, but I felt like the first one was just <laughs> such a watershed moment of that character coming in. And uh, I'm, su- I'm surprised yeah. you didn't pick two because you always quote the and the sun and also the sun. <laughs> the, the two the was sun great. Is the but but one one was the one that set the t- yeah the two was two was great. You're but just he, true. But he, he also says. You know the thing about it, I'm so so cute I could die, or what's that thing? That's so from two. Fluffy also. I could die. That's <laughs> also from two. I thought. No, no that's from he's one. He's so fluffy. <laughs> oh well, she finds like an actual a uh, uni- well, a unicorn. Well, right? it's yeah. it's sort of a goat with one hole. Spoilers. Spoilers. <laughs> <Boilers. laughs> okay. Anyway, Despicable Me. The it's just a great movie, and, oh, and okay. the sequel yeah. is also really good. Okay. So now we're getting down to brass taxes here, and I'm getting a little nervous because I can feel all the hate heading my way because my list surprised <laughs> no. me a lot. Um, but um, so Kyle, why don't you kick us off with number two? Absolutely, and I'm I'm surprised. I think this might be the uh, the first Leonardo DiCaprio movie uh, coming, but and coming up on the list. And all uh, our list, I'm surprised he hasn't shown up. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Uh, it is another kind of uh, thriller movie with a lots, lots and lots of twists and turns, and you never really know what's going on if what's happening is reality or not. Uh, and that is uh, the fantastic film of Shutter Island. Ooh, yeah. ooh, that was so uh, yeah. It's 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 been one of my favorites ever since it came out. Uh, that's always. Always the ending too, as well. Just kind of seeing what's going on and seeing the characters kind of questioning everything um, mm-hmm. and their their reality, their lives. It's it's always been one of my favorites. What, what do you think about the fact? Because I always have trouble rewatching a movie that's like hinges on a twist. Yeah, it doesn't mm-hmm. bother you already knowing what's going to happen to rewatch it. Not so much. Uh, there's been a lot of times when rewatching it, uh, there's like a lot of nuances and things that you start to mm-hmm. pick up on knowing yeah. the ending, and it's kind of fun to try to like do your own detective work throughout yes. the film. That's the best part of like <laughs> Knives Out, I think, is like you almost have yeah. to watch it twice back to back to see everything you missed. <clears throat> yeah. You know what's happening. So did you like this one, Roxy? Um, <clears throat> I did, but I knew, I guess I guessed the, uh, the surprise yeah, the, before it happened. So it didn't yeah. hit as hard. Oh, okay. At okay. The, <laughs> But I do, I got to admit, I loved Leonardo DiCaprio, even though he's getting lesser and lesser attractive as he gets older. Oh, my gosh. Um, <laughs> Unfortunate. No, I, I, I think I know what movie him. you're referencing. But That's where his girlfriends <laughs> keep looking the same. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, no. But no. Killers of the Flower Moon just and his, came out, and it's still... And it's his girlfriend movie. did not it's look really the same great. in Killers of the Flower Moon, I don't think. <laughs> no, she did not. Yeah. Yeah. All right, well, uh, that's uh, so uh, Shutter Island, Kyle's number two. So, Catherine, what is your number two? My number two, a romantic comedy, could you guess? I'm sensing a theme. So I don't know. I know, something's something's not adding up between all the movies. Um, I'm going to say one word, not one word. Uh, Yeah, it's one word. Oh, it's oh. Clueless. Good, choice. Good choice, Catherine. Good choice. Oh, is that a crossover? Yeah, it is a crossover. It is a crossover. Wow. <laughs> this is, I know I'm going to get a lot of heat from Sam and Sophie about the age gap between the actors. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, a lot of Paul Rudd I'm hate here. <laughs> I, 
They're not that far apart in age. They yeah, are. So, What's the difference? This is well, not about it. It wasn't like it. Their difference, I guess. It's more that she was underage and he was twenty-three at the he, time that they were filming it. He's fifty-four, and she. I think is, they're seven years apart. If I remember correctly. Yeah, it says she was 15 when they were filming it. So it sounds like he was acting really good then. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! I had no idea. It says, best yeah, case scenario, think... she was 16 and he was 23 while they were filming that. Yes. <laughs> best case scenario. Older college but brother but there, there was nothing. They didn't get married. They didn't show any kind of... They were just into each other. You know, they, and, like, she was, and she there was, was like a senior in high school. Twice. It was like a kiss twice. It wasn't like she was playing little, an eighteen-year-old. He was she in wasn't. college. He was in high school. Yes, he was supposed to be eighteen, nineteen, but he wasn't. He <laughs> was twenty-three. Was she was supposed to be eighteen, okay. but okay. she wasn't. <laughs> I haven't even I haven't even finished my pitch before I got okay, stoned. Go ahead. So can That's I just, go ahead. Do you mind? Okay, do you mind? Okay. Thanks. Um, I'm. This is the movie where I just truly fell in love with Paul Rudd, and I've pretty much loved everything he's been in since. I think he's just a really phenomenal actor. He's just a good-looking guy, and just, I just, even in interviews, I see him, and I'm like, I just like that guy. Paul Rudd is definitely, like, a celebrity crush favorite actor for me. So, So is more Paul Rudd than the movie line? The, The story of the movie? No, the movie... The movie's fantastic, but I'm yeah. a, I'm a stand for Paul Rudd. So I'm but gonna that's say, what I was gonna tell you. The movie is Jane Austen. Well, so so the thing is, Paul Rudd great in the movie, but let's not go too far. That last Ant Man, oh my gosh, we can't really be calling out all Pud- yeah. Paul Rudd things. Oh yeah, no, that's, <laughs> that's not Paul's fault. That's not Paul's you know? fault. Paul's the only reason that's the first two were watchable. Paul's what are we talking yeah, about? Yeah, that movie yeah, was. Yeah, that's true. It was bad. It was just straight bad. I wouldn't have looked in Ant Man's direction if it wasn't Paul Rudd. I'm Fair not enough. even. <laughs> He's yeah. a very unassuming individual, which surprises me that he made Sexiest Man Alive in 2021. But you know, but and girls, he is. He did. I know. Yes, he yeah. did, and people just see it. We we get it. We get it. Yeah, the 16 year olds went crazy. Man alive okay. Right now. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh! All right. Oh no! So I didn't hear it. What do you say? He, he said. said he said when the when he won Sexiest Man Alive, Kyle's like sixteen year olds went crazy. Oh my gosh! Okay, so that's that's uh, Clueless. Catherine's number two. It was what was it's it? Your number four, Roxy? Or yeah, my number four. Yeah. Her number All right. Two. So uh, Sophie, what is your number two? Okay, so this one probably had the biggest impact in my life huge core memory huge like this turning point in my life um and i hate to say it's a big core memory for a lot of mexican or latina women (laughs) and and men i'm sure um but it is the movie with jennifer lopez selena quintanilla her biographical drama It, it it it's a good movie on its own, um, and obviously it makes me cry because I just I love Selena. She's the reason I wanted to do music ever since uh, I was two because she passed away when I was two years old. Um, uh, yeah, it 
that loved that she was Mexican American because I feel like a lot of Mexican American, especially like second generation or third generation or even first generation, um, feel like, oh, this kind of inner identity like crisis where it's like, oh, I'm not an American enough to be American. I'm not Mexican enough to be considered Mexican. And I feel like Selena became a role model for a lot of young ladies in that sense. So because she was Mexican American and she didn't even know Spanish. So the fact that she became one of the most famous um, Latino singers and created this genre called Tex-Mex or Tejano music uh, is is really a big achievement. I did not know that she didn't know Spanish. And she didn't and, know Spanish. Yeah. An extra extra point towards Dad for the movie is that uh, I, her father is played by Edward James Olmos. Oh, from nice! Yes. Yeah, tremendous yes. actor. Yeah, yeah. loved Edward James Olmos. Now Jennifer Lopez. Shout out my what? homie Chris. Pour one out for him. <laughs> he got what? brutalized in that movie. What was Jennifer Lopez as far as relation to you know Selena's very famous for singing, but Jennifer Lopez really did trail that same path, right? Before she did the movie and even after. I've hung out with Sophie's cousins that they all love yeah. Selena and they said yeah. that movie is the reason they tolerate J-Lo. Really? <laughs> yeah. So they see yeah. her, is it like they see but, her as a sellout or something? But or? is J-Lo not the same? I mean, doesn't she represent the way Selena did? She Well, J-Lo, J-Lo like is much more American. She's like, she says she's Jenny from the block. You know, she's like, she's but, more she Mexican-American than... Well, she was a. Jennifer uh, Lopez does speak Spanish, right? Yes, she does speak Spanish. Yeah, but Selena didn't even speak English. That's what I'm saying. J Lo's more American than Mexican. Selena was more Mexican. Yeah, Selena okay. was from Texas, and the fact that she created a whole genre of music on her own, and she died at such a young age. She died at 23 on March 31st, which is every time I watch this movie is on March 31st. So is um, it more? Is it more what she could have been? Yes, it's a lot more of what she could have been. Um, and just like became a role model even be uh was it i think it was beyonce met selena at the gap saw selena at the galleria and was just starstruck by her she was so excited to meet her and this was like young beyonce and there i think she's in the movie not young beyonce like but there's like a scene yeah. uh where beyonce Knowles meets Selena at the gallery. Yeah. Uh, Selena it died amazed. in like '95, so yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. she would have had to be really young. But it amazes me that y'all hate J Lo that bad. No, well, I mean, hate. I mean, they're just like, yeah, it's just some <laughs> girl. Tolerator, <laughs> but that's it. <laughs> it. I think it was the down to earth her personality of Selena. Like, she was just so down to earth. She loved her fans. She wanted to meet everyone. Was super kind to everyone. You know, she came uh -huh. from like super humble beginnings. She was just <clears throat> so sweet. And it, it was kind of like a family thing because her fame, even though she was the famous one at the time, I feel uh, everybody that was in her band were actually her siblings. And the siblings actually continued on to make their own bang band. They were the Cumbia Kings, which are, became a very famous band as well. Um, but it, it was mm. it was just really cute because it all started with Selena and her siblings singing at their father's restaurant. And it kind of popped off from there. And their father was their manager. Very cool. So what was it again? What was the name of the movie? 
Selena. There's no way you didn't know that. No, I thought thought it had a subtitle to it. I didn't remember. Well, you don't remember uh, because when I first met her cousins, they're like, uh, they're all talking about Selena. I have no idea who they're talking about. So they can tell. I'm I'm looking like deer in headlights. They look at me and they go, you know who Selena is, right? I'm like, Gomez? Oh, yes. I I remember that. I do remember that. Yeah. And then when I told told your sister that, she bought me the DVD. That's the only reason we have Selena on DVD. I remember that. I remember her thinking that was so funny. I also just cannot wait for the tone shift in movies from that to Sam's next movie. Oh, yeah. We we know it's going to be there. No, my number two is not going to be. Sophie's number two is Selena. Sam, what is your number two? See, because some of these movies are like, I mean, Spider Man was important to me because, you know, I've always been a big Spider Man fan like that one and shrek 2 i actually like the like a lot of these are i like them so much because of specific reasons this one i feel like i have a personal connection to okay because when this movie turned 25 years old i was 25 and i was watching it in theaters the 25 year anniversary the first time i saw it was in the womb (laughs) it's the jurassic park oh my gosh really number two it's so good. It is good. Yeah. I love Jurassic Park. Jeff Goldblum's phenomenal. People forget Samuel L. Jackson's even in that movie. He is? Yeah. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> he's, he's one of the tech guys that's working with uh, Wayne Knight who screws him over. That's, yeah. that's way left field from what I was feeling coming from you. That's, I, yeah. Wow. No, I love. I've always loved Jurassic Park. Me and Sophie both do, and I, th- this do. movie specifically because me and Sean. The first time I had ever actually seen it was the 25 year anniversary with the upgraded visuals, and I was 25, and we're going to see it in theaters. Oh, wow! <laughs> yeah. So uh, Jurassic Park is not on my top five. It it ended up in my. I I did 36 movies in total, and it ended up number 17. So it was in the upper half ish of the list, or right in the middle. It's. It's definitely a great movie. I, I enjoyed it a lot for sure. It's it's the first like action monster movie that brought dinosaurs to life yeah. in a way like I mean, nothing before it hit. There down. are entire hordes of kids that just won't show up at the dinosaurs and it all stems back to here. Like dinosaurs were not <laughs> yeah. cool until this. No, they were like, cool before then, but we just didn't have a visual like that at that yeah, time. Yeah, exactly. But I feel like this one is like Oh, now I want to be uh, like how many a paleontologist. Yeah, how many right? people became paleontologists because of this movie? I mean, yeah, <laughs> this is the first movie because back then, you know, they're trying to like you know duct tape stuff together to get something on screen that kind of looks like what they were going for. This one's like, no, we made a theme park of dinosaurs. You can see it on the screen. It looks just like what we were going for. Well, I yeah. think this was Lucasfilm, wasn't it? And Steven Spielberg. So you're talking about a, a tremendous pedigree. Yeah. Oh, yeah. No, but it reminds me because my uncle John went into college for marine biology based on the movie Jaws. Yeah, that made him a marine biologist. So I can see, and they're both Steven Spielberg movies. So he really uh, sells it. <laughs> so Michael Crichton was going through a two-year dry spell with writer's block, and couldn't get anything done. And he was talking with the guy who was the head of creative artists, and he said. Do you have anything that you think you can work on to try to help? He goes, well, I got this one idea. And he told a story about these kids that get lost in an amusement park. And there are dinosaurs there. And he says, the guy told him, you have to write this. So he went home. And the next day, he gives him 10 pages. And with that start, he says, this is amazing. You have to finish it. So Crichton finishes the book in six months. 
They had nothing but an unpublished book. They managed to get Steven Spielberg as the director. It's just it it just was a perfect storm when they put it's, this thing together. Yeah. So. It was dinosaurs, JJ. <clears throat> yeah, it was. Love it. But it, but it was it took Spielberg really made it come to life. I think in a way. And it, they were seen. really it was right on the edge of even being possible. Like no other movie. Even, oh, yeah. No, it was like yeah, we can make an an army of realistic looking dinosaurs for you. Like. Oh man, that one scene where he goes, "Welcome to Jurassic Park," and they pull back in the panoramic view of the herbivores yep. watering hole. It's and like, then it hits you with moment. the fantastic music. Oh yeah, it's an amazing. Oh, movie. John Williams, an absolute genius. And then Jeff Goldblum yeah. walks up, takes his glasses off, and says, "That's a big pile of." And now, wait, I for just remember, I'm not allowed to curse. You <laughs> <laughs> do. Way to hold it back. <laughs> Way to hold it back. Okay. <laughs> Wow, all right, well, good one. So, Roxy, what is your number two? Um, it is. I'm going to, I knew mine was going to be totally off uh, kilter from everyone else's, but uh, Pride and Prejudice, the Colin Firth edition, uh, Jane Austen, from eight Jane Austen's movie. Okay, uh, I like that movie. It was a good one. It's not on my but... list, but I like that movie. <laughs> <laughs> Pride and Prejudice is always a great story. The fact that Jane Austen was able to write what she did at a time where there were no like computers or type. I mean, she did this by hand, for goodness sake. Those I mean, stories wrote, are amazing. Like, yeah, she wrote seven novels. On, six of them were standing the test of time. And she died at 42 of some little peons, kind of a little disease. But anyway... Yeah, but everybody's heard of Jane Austen. She is very popular. So yeah, Pride and Prejudice is you either lo you either love it or you have no interest in seeing it. I feel like that's how most people are. <laughs> yeah. Yes, so which exactly. one is this? The Pride. What's what's it called? It's called Pride and Prejudice. Pride, Pride and Prejudice. And what was the what edition? Who is it's the Colin Firth edition? The Colin Firth edition. <laughs> oh yeah. Okay. Yeah. I remember. I do remember seeing that and liking From quite a bit. From 1995. Yes. I also wasn't I think there also Ed's one not with listening very well. Yeah, I know. There was another one with um well some there have been many others. I mean there's probably been seven or eight at I least I think the one that came out in two thousand five is probably the most popular version with the uh, Nightly. Nightly. Yes. So yeah. which one which one do, uh, do you pick mom? Which one do you like? The Colin Firth edition, I would still say if you ask anybody, Colin Firth edition is the one that people still go back to. The real Jane Austen fans, you're saying. <laughs> now, Mom, does this have anything to do with the fact that it's Colin Firth? <laughs> is this um, in any way? I don't know if it does because I'm not like all about Paul Rudd like they were about you know the guy from. Yeah, but you like Paul. You like you like Colin. She does like Colin uh, Firth. I'll like confirm him, that. Okay, I don't like everything he's in. Yeah, Come because on. you're wrong. Because Kingsman is awesome. It was also let's, let's not forget Sam's no, like reference Bridget Jones's I like diary. Bridget Jones's diary. Yeah, yeah, yeah I know you love that. And King's Speech. He's just he's just good. He is good. He's just good. No doubt. Well, okay. Well, that, that he looks good coming out of a lake. Just FYI. <laughs> okay. Whoa! <laughs> He's off the gas it there, Roxy. At eight. It has nothing to do with Colin Firth, guys. <laughs> no, 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 no. That's why I said Colin Firth edition. It's the best one. <laughs> it's the definitive edition, if you will. It is. It's the definitive Jane Eyre version, Colin Firth. But what about Pride and Prejudice and Zombies? Oh, <laughs> that was also <laughs> a movie. <laughs> you know, if they, if you're going to do one like that, my favorite of those so far has been that one Abraham Lincoln, Abraham Lincoln, Lincoln. Vampire Slayer. Yeah, yeah, that was yeah. great. That was okay. That yeah, was okay. I was thinking the exact same thing. That I know. Was right, I know. Yeah. <laughs> That's good. 
<laughs> All right. Well, I'm, uh, I'm. My number two is going to be a little. Yeah, I'm just going to throw it out there. I apparently I like rom coms too because my number two is the proposal. That's crazy. <laughs> I, I am also ahead, very still, surprised. You said what? The proposal. You stole Catherine's thunder, but go ahead. <laughs> so, so I know that Spoilies. Catherine does enjoy this movie, but I'm sure it's not in her top five. But yeah, the proposal <laughs> is, um, I believe, Ryan Reynolds and uh, Sandra Bullock. Sandra Bullock, and in a pretty iconic performance that's sort of stereotypical oh. romantic comedy, with with a nice ensemble cast that kicks in. It's got Coach in it, obviously. So no, no but um, Coach Betty White, his, you know his Betty, Betty White. White his, his dad is and played by the guy who played Coach on television. His oh. name is escaping me right now. What's that? I think those are. I think those are two actors that really have like proved themselves more and more as their careers have gone on, where they were not quite as or seen as quite as good back then when they made the proposal. But they're they're good. Who's that? Betty, you're saying, you're saying Betty Bullock White? Or are you talking about Sandra uh, Bullock and Ryan Reynolds? I'm saying okay. I've, I've gained a lot of respect for Sandra Bullock. That might have been a breakout movie so for Ryan Reynolds. Really Sandra Bullock was a star long yeah, before the proposal the came along. Well, but I'm saying, but I, I'm saying I didn't. Maybe it's just me. I didn't really appreciate her as much as, as in some of her newer films. She's her acting chops are really good. Yeah, I think prior She's to that, so good. you were you were a child. Think about it, Sam. You were born <laughs> in '93. Yeah. Let's not, let's not go dating people here, but okay. Oh, sorry. <laughs> so that yeah. is my number Hold two, on. the proposal. So we have arrived at our number one favorite movie of all time. And I know you guys are all excited to talk about your number one. So I'm going to let Kyle kick it off. And I just, I can't wait That's... to hear what everybody's number one is. I, I think I might <laughs> know what Catherine's number one is, but. Sam, get your rocks ready. <laughs> there, uh, for yours? For, no. for my rock okay. stayed in the holster mostly for uh, well, Kyle, apparently Kyle's <laughs> coming out hot with some controversy in the number I one don't slide I think so okay. I mean, oh yeah my rock poss- possibly a little bit uh, after after uh, Sam's take on Zendaya uh, but I mean you put Zendaya Oscar Isaac uh, and you got the the newest Willy Wonka out there. You're wilding. You're absolutely wilding. <laughs> you can't be number really? one. Really? Dune Part One. Oh, the, the, the sandwich oh, my top five with another Denis, okay. Denis Villeneuve movie. Okay, I can't wow. I can't throw a rock at this movie. This is a, that. this I've is got, the best Dune ever done. Full auto. No, no, this, this is, is the best <laughs> Dune ever of any I, version. I, because there's only been two movie. versions. There the first three. one had Patrick Stewart. There was three, and I forget the guy's name who played Paul Atreides and, in one of them. Um, oh, uh, I know he talked. Here's, I know he talked. He's a character about. actor. Jason he, Momoa as Duke Idaho. The the visuals throughout the entire movie, the sandworms are just in, incredible yes, to see all, moving. Through all the of desert. that is really beautiful. Yeah, they do that. All, <laughs> but every every shot taken. I I have this movie consistently downloaded on my iPad. I watch it at least once every time I travel. It's airplane. half a movie. Okay, I am super <laughs> excited to see this the, the second part. The second yeah, one comes year. out in just a just saying. a few months. Oh it's only God. half a movie. Okay, okay. it's still a really a good half. <laughs> <laughs> Calm down. I, I'm, I'm going to say Kyle made a good choice here. I'm I'm, re- right. I'm regret that that wasn't in my list anywhere. Oh it my does gosh. not fall in Sophie's rubric. But <laughs> because no, technically <laughs> Two of it my does. Movies did not fall into that. It is not Jay, yet. A, it is not yet a sequel because the sequel hasn't Jay, released yet. 
Were you trying to think of Kyle McLaughlin? I don't remember the guy's name. Maybe, yeah. The dark-haired guy. Mm -hmm. Yes, yes. He did play Paul Atreides. I thought he did a pretty good job playing Paul Atreides before this one came along. But he was much older. He was, but now he's dead to me because this is is the definitive edition. Still, love Sting in that movie. Yeah, Sting was good. Of course. Wow, Dune. That's uh, that's awesome. That's a pretty. I will be watching one. it again tomorrow. On oh my come flight. on, man! You're killing me. You're killing me, Smalls. I got to see it again before the next one comes out. Okay. All, All right. right. So, and oh, go ahead, Roxy. No, I was just going to say, Catherine. Oh yeah, Catherine. What is your number one? So, this is only going to be a surprise potentially to the listeners out there. Everyone in this group could probably at the same time we get counted off could say my number one movie. It's been my number one movie for quite a while. I um, think we should count it off. <laughs> you want to try? You want to try to do it? Three, two, one. The proposal. The proposal. <laughs> Thanks, everyone. Oh, my God. You guys get it. Um, I agree. It's a great movie. The proposal. I mean... That it's one of my favorite types of romantic comedies where they have to pretend to be a couple and then ultimately fall yeah. for each other throughout that throughout that month. That it's month fun every time. <laughs> it's so good. And they're like every for some reason everyone at the whole party is like kiss, kiss, kiss. Yeah. And they have to do a kiss and they're like, Wait, that was kinda good. Do we like <laughs> each other? <laughs> um, it's got the fabulous Betty White, R. I. P. Uh, it's it's got Oscar from um, from The Office. Just re- a lot of comedy in there that's really fun. Some cringy, and I just really the romance is really well done, and it's a great great movie to watch over and over again. All right, that was my number two. I can't disagree with that at all. That's a solid choice, Catherine. Solid it's choice. so good. Yeah, I think part of you liking it so much, JJ, was how many times she made us watch it. I did see it a I, few times. Yeah, yeah. Every time anyone wanted to hang out, I was like, "Do you want to watch the proposal?" So, For a lot of my life. So it was Pitch Perfect, right? We saw Pitch Perfect okay. so many times. I, but then, I have a question. Why yeah. is it she watched okay? both of them nonstop. Why is it okay that he's forty-seven, she was fifty-nine, and you're worried about Paul Rudd? Well, when they're old, it's fine. When they're old, it's fine. She it's was because 16. she was underage. The audacity to call that old. Uh, I, yeah, okay, I see where you're going, Kyle, and I agree with you. <laughs> brownie points, brownie points. <laughs> okay, well, that's the Catherine's number one, the proposal. Wow, these are some, these are, uh, well, Kyle's was a hot take, I think. I was, like, uh, Catherine's. I think most of mine are hot takes. Yeah. <laughs> Kathy, hot take. Dune is crazy. Dune, Dune it's a good movie, though. These are, these are uh, yeah, I'm not movies. even saying it's bad, but your favorite movie? That's an interesting. You know, every family needs a wild card. You know. <laughs> so is this you, Sophie? Is your number one the wild card? <laughs> no, I'm saying that Kyle is the wild okay. card. So what is? Oh, I'm wondering. To, I want to. I, I really want to guess Sophie's number one, but the way her list is going, I'm gonna mess it up. Y'all so, won't. Y'all won't guess. Y'all won't. Never Sophie, guess, what's, what's your think. number one? <laughs> it's. I know. It's not the beam. Nope. <laughs> That's you guess her, Yeah. No, it is not the movie for several I years. I do like the movie, though. Unironically. <laughs> I, I know. She was doing her criteria. She's like, didn't cry. It's off. 
It didn't oh, cry. No. I don't own it. The only point it got was because I have a B movie shirt with a script on it. And it I love that <laughs> shirt, but you know, it's not enough points to make top five. You just um, both had it with Sophie, your what does it say about your favorite movies? I have to own it. Wait, what do you mean? What is uh, you put a label for your favorite movies? What is it? Yes, say? it is the first it's like the monologue of the beginning of the B movie. Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay. Anyway, so my number one, I doubt Sam because I made him watch it. I doubt anybody else has watched this movie, but it is one of my favorite movies of all time. It is a horror movie, and it includes one of my favorite actors, Anthony Hopkins. And oh, fun fact, he is oh, also a composer. Is where I think it is. I get too excited, Sam. Am I wrong? What what do you no, it's not Silence of the Lambs. Oh okay. That's where we thought she Silence was going. She likes no. Silence of the Lambs, but that's not I really do like Silence of the Lambs though, but this one is I love I just love it more. Um it's called The Right. So it's because I doubt anybody's watching it and I doubt you'll ever watch it. It's called <laughs> The of Right. You, of you. The Right. The Right. He's done, the okay. he's done the a right. lot of horror films, but yeah. Yeah. This one's my favorite that he's done. Uh, so it basically follows, it's a, based on a true story. It follows this uh, man called uh, Michael Kovac. He comes from a family of morticians and he doesn't want that for his life. He wanted to go to college and all this, but they couldn't afford it. So what does he do? He joins the seminary, even though he is really doubtful in his faith and Catholicism in general. Like he just really has trouble believing and all that. Um, but the priest that was teaching him or mentoring him saw that he was not afraid of death. And obviously this came from being uh, from a family of morticians. And so he uh, sends him to go to that, uh, to exorcism school in at the Vatican. And so he was like, well, free trip to Rome. Why not? You know? So he didn't believe in possession or demons or anything like that. He thought it was just psychological. And so he becomes the apprentice to Anthony Hopkins, who plays Father Lucas and is a veteran exorcist. Uh, and he's basically teaching him the ropes. And this movie makes me cry. Again, even though it's a horror movie, it makes me feel the feel. Because at the end, so spoiler alert. If you're gonna watch the movie, this is a big spoiler, get this part. But in the end, Anthony Hopkins' character actually gets possessed by a demon. And so here comes Michael Kovac having to exercise him. And so he's doing all this thing, uh, obviously crazy stuff is happening because it's an exorcism movie. Anthony Hopkins has Michael Kovac pinned against the wall and he's like, laughing at him saying like, oh, do you believe in me now? And his demon voice and all this. And while he's talking to him and doing all that, um, Michael Kovac's getting flashbacks of his life. And he's he starts saying like, yes, I believe in demon. I believe in you, Satan. But now I also believe in God. And because I believe in him, I'm gonna exercise you and all this other stuff. And th that's when the waterworks just 
start coming out because his speech is just so beautiful at that point. Um, <laughs> and I, I used th this and another movie on Sophie's Lifts to draw a parallel on how to create the perfect Sophie movie. You see, there's another movie where someone doesn't believe. <laughs> and then they get on a magic train. <laughs> and then at the end, they say, I believe, and Sophie cry. And that appears to be the key to success. You uh, Priests don't believe. Priests believe. Sophie cry. Little boy don't believe. Little boy oh, believes. Sophie cry. Oh, perfect movie. <laughs> yes. It really is. It's, it's a very good formula for my enjoyment. Um, but yeah, in the end, the priest, he was going to drop out of the seminary. But obviously, after this encounter, he stays in the seminary, becomes one of the most prolific uh, Catholic exorcist and it, it's just a really good movie. I mean, I'm Catholic and you know, I guess I have some bias towards that. Uh, but you know, sometimes, huh? What happened to Anthony character? Oh, he gets exercised, like, he, he's successful with the exorcism. He joins the gym and he gets, yeah, but he, after he the exorcism, swole. I thought he didn't believe either, though, does he? No, Anthony Hopkins he was always. Yeah, he was the trainer, oh, okay. right? Yeah, oh, he was okay. the the, the, the mentor. Him. He was okay. the one teaching him. Um, but yeah, I, I really like it because, I mean, as a Christian, I guess sometimes, you know, you fall into doubt or, you know, your faith kind of dims at certain times in your life. And I feel like when I come back to this movie, it like, I don't know, it brings me back, you know? It's like, oh, well, yes. That's, that's an it. awesome reason to like a movie, for sure. And and uh, what the honorable mention, Sophie also considered putting uh, the Pope's Exorcist, another Exorcist oh, movie. Uh, yeah. Oh, wow. That one's Russell so Crow. good. And I love Russell Crowe. But that, one, <laughs> that one's less emotional. It's just awesome. Like, he just walks around he's like so the, an exorcist with the biggest energy. He's Van Helsing the exorcist here. He's kind of like that because he is literally, he's the exorcist that the head Pope calls in for stuff. So, like, they, they pull him into, like, a meeting to be like, hey, you messed up that exorcism. He's like, eh, I don't answer to you. I answer to, the, <laughs> I answer to the head guy and God, and that's it. And he, like, walks out and, and he, oh, he's just a boss. He's just a boss. Of that. Yeah, well, that he sounds is. very Russell Crowe-esque. Yeah, he's perfect for that role. He's doing, like, a, an accent the whole time, but he's nailing it. Like, he's as doing long, a bad as, long as, as long as he doesn't sing. It's okay. He does not sing. <laughs> he does not sing. <laughs> I love Russell Crowe. Sophie's Callback. mom loves Russell Crowe from Gladiator is her favorite one. Right? That was a good movie. Yes. Good movie. If well, mom's number one isn't well, the one I haven't so, heard yet, I'm going to be crazy. So Sophie's number one <laughs> well, is the right. So Sam, before mom goes, what, what is your number one movie? I, oh, there's, I, I, don't, I don't know if I there's ever been another like movie with a cast everyone. like this, right? Have you yeah. ever seen Benedict Cumberbatch? Oh my gosh, it, John, is, it is it. John Malkovich in the same movie? <laughs> oh my gosh, it is. It's a great Cause, movie. Because you might have if you've seen a little thing called Penguins of Madagascar. You know? Oh my gosh, <laughs> yeah. Like vending machines and their prices. And their prices. Oh. Yeah, it's super. It's so quotable. It's so stupid, but I love it. Kevin Bacon. <laughs> yeah, like yeah. John Malkovich as the squid has like a great bit where he only makes commands to his henchmen by saying a celebrity's name. So it'll be Kevin Bacon. We're gonna need that victory cake. Nicholas Cage them. Drew bury them. It's so good. It is. Good. No, he yeah. says Drew bury more power. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's so my. good. So I will say, for what it's worth, in my list, Pigwoods of Madagascar ended up at number seven. Oh, 
Wow, so that's high. Just Ooh. missed the top five by a couple spots. So it, it's. I mean, it really is because Madagascar is fine and all, but I and uh, the when they made penguins of Madagascar the show because I think Catherine watched some of that. They literally caught the person who made Kim Possible right after they finished. They're like, we're making, we're also making a spy show. Come make this one. <laughs> like nice. it, it, it's kind of like an interesting, they had a good idea of what they were doing with the show and the characters and the movie is just the peak of what they were doing. Oh, loved it. Loved it. Well, that's, I, I that's, that's not a hot take. That's, that's not surprising. Every, I, I think, think it is for most people. I mean, in here, y'all might like it, but yeah. I think it's a hot take for my favorite. <laughs> yeah. Well, I don't know. I thought for sure it was going to be in the top five. I, I, yeah. I figured it was, so I've it's known no that was your favorite movie since it came out. <laughs> so so yeah. before we let mom tell her favorite movie, Roxy, I, I think your favorite movie is not what we would think it is, right? Wait, are you telling it, me? It, it's see, not. What, okay, so were, wait. So wait, you're wait, saying wait. when you were picking a position, it's not that this is the only one it could land at? Yeah, they, they could, yeah. so what is mom's favorite what? movie that you guys would have said? I would have said Highlander. Highlander. Sure. I would have said Highlander. Everybody would have yeah. said Highlander, but apparently... We're in for a shock. Okay. So, Roxy, what is your number one favorite movie? It's also Penguins of Madagascar. It's Shrek 2. See, I can't be right. All right. All right. I was sitting there, okay, coming up with every movie that had an impact on me that I liked, et cetera, you know, and I made a little list. And then Dad gave me this little, uh, what's it called? Meeple or something? Pub Meeple. Yeah. So you go in there and I started going, okay. They would put two movies next to one another, and I'd go, okay, between these two, I'd watch that. Between these two, I'd watch that. And I realized Highlander is not something I want to rewatch. Yeah. I liked it back in the day. It is not it, held it up. I'm kind of done. Well, yeah. yeah. I'm kind of done. So then, um, and then going through my listing, I came up with one. I'm like, oh, man, I forgot about that movie. You know, it's a cute movie. I really like it. I haven't seen it in a while. Oh, I want to see it. Oh, I want to see it. And you know what? I've seen it many, many, many times. Is it a and movie? is it a what? Is no, it is go. it a serious movie? Yeah, you'll be it. It will tell you that Catherine's my daughter. Okay. Oh. It's, oh. It's a very it's cute little romance. You know oh, what I mean? What? Very cute. Very cute. Um, and every time I see it, I just love this movie. Okay. Um, and there is a big age gap between the two actors, like oh, wow. eighteen years. You were getting it, JJ. You remember it now, right? I don't no, know. I'm not sure. Go good. ahead. Okay. What is what is your number uh, one movie, Roxy? It's called Murphy's Romance. Oh my what? gosh! What? Murphy's Romance. It has uh, James Garner and Sally Field, and oh. it was made back in 1985. It's the oldest one pullback, but it's um, oh Sally Field. That yeah, that is a uh... yeah. So well, this she's is... a Mar- yeah. Go ahead, Roxy. I'm sorry. Well, no, she. Uh, Anyway, she leaves a, her husband and uh, with well, she, her one son, and she didn't they move so out much. They're they're like separated, and she's trying to raise her son on her own on a on a ranch where she's taking care of horses. And Murphy's the barber or the soda clerk in town, I guess. I think he actually owns the property she's renting. Yeah, but or he's also stabling a horse with her, and he's Wait. he's probably 63 and she's probably 54 at, at the age they're saying their characters are but no james garner's actually in his oh, 70s here and she's probably her, oh, no she was in her 40s and he was in his 60s, 60s so that was like yeah. why, years between here's them. what i want to know why are you making me watch 
all these animal killing movies and you never hit me up with this one Murphy's as a recommendation. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I forgot, you know, it, you never see it up to play anymore because it's so old, but every time it com- it was on TV, I'm like, I am going to watch it. It is a cute, good movie. So these are two stars from their respective generations who come together in a very oddball movie that actually works really well and it's yeah, a pretty good really cast. Good everything I've seen her in, but I've never even heard of this other guy. James Garner? James well, he might be before your time, but he is Yeah, very... you're saying in 85 he was okay. 60? Yeah, I don't think I saw him. <laughs> have you ever heard of the show <laughs> The Rockford Files? Nope. Have you, okay. you heard nope. of Ma- Sam, have you heard of Maverick? Yes. He, he was, was the, Maverick. He was the original okay. Maverick, yeah. He was Tom Cruise. Uh, different, Maverick. <laughs> different Maverick. Different <laughs> Maverick. Is he Jennifer Garner's dad? Oh my god. No. He's, I don't no, think he, he is. I don't feel like that's a crazy thing to say. Yeah. Um, yeah, but he he was not. I am okay. I am really surprised, Roxy. I mean I was surprised by Sophie's pick. I I was thinking B movie. I wasn't really surprised by Catherine or Sam. Kyle surprised me. And now you surprised me. <laughs> I'll take the recommendation, Mom, though. I'm gonna okay. take it. But as soon as Jay, I remembered the movie, I'm like, okay, it's got to be in my top five. But I kept going, want to see that, want to see that, want to see that. More than all these others, I want to see that. I, I love how mom's like, you don't know this guy who got famous from the show in 1957? Okay. <laughs> okay, slow your roll there. <laughs> I, did, I did not act like it was odd that you did not know him. Yeah. I'm not surprised at all. Because, I mean, Sally's still famous. She was just in 80 for Brady. Yeah. But okay. how old is she? Of all the references to pull out. Well, she was. She's seventy-seven. She, she was in eighty for Brady. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> She's no, but he was. She was Forrest Maverick. Gump. Yeah. Oh, Sam, have you heard of the Rockford Files? Oh, that's I right. She was, that. <laughs> she was Andrew Garfield's uh, Aunt May. She was in Spider-Man. Yeah. Oh wow. But Sam, have you heard of the Rockford Files? He has not. No, I haven't. What, what okay, that's the two things he was most famous for. He was for, a private Maverick detective in the Rockford Files. It was one of his more famous television characters. Oh, dang it. Why don't I know about his show from 1974? Okay, okay, okay. We get it. You're younger. You don't need to keep saying it. I don't care that you don't know who he is. It was a good movie. I believe you. Well, I believe that you think that. Let's let's bring this train into the station. There's only one movie left. It's my number one movie. I was actually not... But yet, I was—I guess I was not surprised. And I'm going to say that there's some kind of bizarre nostalgia that sticks out for this movie that just keeps bringing it back to me every time. You guys are probably, other than Mom, I don't think anyone's ever seen this movie. Unless it's Wrath of Khan. I don't it, it, so the Wrath of Khan is on my list, but it's down at 24, so it didn't get that high. That's, yeah. um, so before I tell you what it is, I'll tell you there were five movies. I originally tried to pick by, by genre before I used Pub Meeple. There were five movies from, selected from like science fiction, comedy, rom- romantic comedy, action, adventure, and animated as the, the, the ones that I like. When I did it through Pub Meeple, the the sort of action, well, sort of the science fiction was Star Trek: The Wrath of Khan, which came out at twenty four. The pure comedy was Tommy Boy, which was down at nineteen. Wow, the, that is low. Yeah, I thought the, the sort of uh, one of the romantic comedies was, uh, or the the romantic comedy was Doc Hollywood at that time, which was actually ended up tenth on the list. The action action movie was Die Hard, which ended up ninth on the list. 
And then Despicable Me was in the original five, which ended up at number three. And so my number one movie, you guys have probably never heard of it. It was Shelley Long and uh, Steve Gutenberg, I believe was his name. And it was called Don't Tell Her It's Me. And it was a oh, romantic yeah. comedy. <laughs> and I forget the other actress that was in it. What was her name? Jamie Gertz. It was Jamie, Jamie Gertz, Gertz. Yeah. yeah, that's her. You've, you've yeah. told the kids about that one before. You've always you like that. One so I, I was. I, it's, it's it's a it's a really generic, not particularly amazing rom com. But I'm I don't know if it's, it's the characters or the storytelling or what it is. But I just really like that movie. It is oh, yeah. very. It's comfort food for me, I guess. Yeah. I have got a long list of really really good movies that just. Didn't make the Didn't cut. make it. Yeah, Star Wars fell out for me down at 12. Raiders of the Lost Ark. Now, Raiders this movie has yeah. another name than what you're giving It's called it. The Boyfriend the School. The Boyfriend School, but it was, yeah. It's it was got renamed. Two names. It, it was originally Don't called it's Don't me. Tell It's yeah. Me. It's so obscure that they actually renamed the movie and re-released it as The Boyfriend School. Yeah, if you're looking for it on IMDb, it says The Boyfriend School original title, Don't Tell Her It's Me. And to me, it will always be Don't Tell Her It's Me because that's sort of more intuitive of what the movie was about but see i feel like the boyfriend it, school sounds like a much more appealing title like that's i'm like oh what are they doing here i just googled the boyfriend school and what the first thing that pops up is don't tell her it's me yeah mm -hmm. yeah the wiki still has it as that but i'm saying if you're looking for it on imdb you have to click on the boyfriend school so it's not a very exciting pick i i admit it but um I'm always in for a rom-com, Dad. So um, my, my number six was another rom-com. You've Got Mail landed at number six mm. for me. The Incredibles Crazy. were it. It was uh, my six through ten were You've Got Mail, Penguins of Madagascar, The Incredibles, <laughs> Die Hard, and Doc Hollywood. So you, uh, I've never seen you mention Die Hard very much. Which I uh, love Die Hard. What are you talking about? I mean, about? yeah, I, I, I like Die Hard too, but I don't feel like you've ever been like, we got to watch Die Hard. I, like, the only time I've watched a Die Hard with you was that n bad new one. Well, it was the, the only like, one that was die, out at the time. The, the like, Die Harder or whatever it was called. <laughs> oh, gosh. The only, comedy, the only comedy that even made it into my list was uh, Elf. That was it. Really? Okay. Yeah. Well, How did Elf get yeah. for you? And I had a couple of horror films, seven. Yeah, I'm surprised so. Silence of the Lambs didn't make it for you either. Yeah. Like neither you nor Sophie. I think I thought Sophie was going for Silence of the Lambs for sure with her number one. No, Anthony's I have not been heard in a lot of right. movies. Yeah. <laughs> it's so good. You should watch it. I can't believe the B movie got kicked out though. Yeah, it didn't I even make it. I don't own it, and it doesn't make me cry. Okay, yeah, fair, fair. Sophie mostly <laughs> likes that movie, ironically. Okay. <laughs> <What>? <laughs> <laughs> I just, I like and I, I like the penguins of Madagascar. Like at this point, it's about twenty percent irony, eighty percent. I just like <laughs> it. It's a good movie. It's I don't understand the want to cry for a movie though. I she, I don't. She, she likes a happy cry. Response, she likes a happy yeah. cry at the end. Yeah. It also means you really felt something if you're willing yeah. to cry. Yeah. Yeah. I guess. Well, that was. Yeah, not, I guess. I'm not opposed to a cry as long as it's not like a. I'm so sad that that happened and I'm crying right. and the movie sucks. Like that's like, like, like shooting dog, a dog. Yeah. Dog. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah. yeah. No, the, the sheep thing's funny. That's funny. The dog <laughs> that, dying yeah. after is a little. Cause she, yeah, because sheeps are just kind of <laughs> derpy and it's not like they actually kill no. the sheep. It's like, yeah. <laughs> no, they're so. Really... No, cat. Catherine, they fall off, but they're fluffy, so they're probably fine. Yeah, he's right. <laughs> they're now. Kyle, you can you can watch oh. them jump off the cliff that's... and tell me if you think they're fine. 
<laughs> I, I might as well make does the dog die.com my homepage at this point. Like I'm not going in there. <laughs> you know, they actually think about that whenever they put dogs in movies that they have to be very careful. They should. Things like that happen. People will just go, I, oh, I can't tell that. you how many horror movies they die off screen. And I'm like, thank you for your service. Like, if you're going to do it, <laughs> do it off screen. Thank yeah, you. show them dead after it's all happened. Yeah, oh, that's no, fine. No. Yeah, don't. I am legend me, please. No. <laughs> oh, my heart. Well, thank you, guys. This has been, I, I don't know about y'all. I had a great time doing this. I really yeah. enjoyed it. I enjoyed yeah. hearing y'all list. They were awesome. Um, I was really surprised by a lot of things on there. We had a yeah. couple of crossovers. We, I mean, I think I, I might go back, listen to this, and actually pick some out to watch. I'm not watching Dune again, but I mean, I'm probably. <laughs> <laughs> if anybody has, I think not like you, I'll definitely rewatch Dune before two comes out. What's that, Roxy? If anybody's seen? Oh, sorry. I, no, Sam. If anybody has the two guys who didn't see Shawshank Redemption, you have got to watch it. Yeah. Yeah. At some point. I do. I have it, Kyle. Good kids movie night. <laughs> I'm I, Shawshank's fun. I definitely like how how much variety there was between all of our picks, though. There was, like, only maybe two or three crossovers. Yeah, for the most lot, part, a I lot think, of different choices. I, other than, I think a lot of people had some, like, out-of-left-field picks. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because I think yeah. three, of, three of mine, everybody's seen, and then, like, two of mine nobody had heard of. But I think more than, a lot of y'all had very few that were super common. Just the rom-coms. Yeah. Mine were mine was right <laughs> on brand. You know what yeah. I mean? Everything you so expected. I, I was mm. tragically four out of five rom coms in my top five. So apparently I like rom coms too. <laughs> I, I, ba- I, 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 I didn't even ha- I had one single comedy movie make my honorable woman mention. What was like it? Nothing. Uh, Monty Python on the Holy Grail. Okay. See, oh, I wouldn't even pick that one as like the most quotable movie. Like, cause I, I used to love that movie in high school, but the one I think held up the best of the movies that always got quoted in high school was Accepted. Hmm. Do you so remember that one? Yeah, that was a really I'm, good movie. What about Major that one League? got quoted? The the Ask Me About My Wiener is oh my gosh. <laughs> constant <laughs> high school quote. I hate it. Let's 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 Major League. Show. I like Major League too. You should watch that. I think Raul likes that one too. Major League is a great yeah, that movie. First so Bull Durham, though. Bull, I had Bull Durham in my list. Bull Durham was good, but Major League was just a pure comedy for the most part. It had some romance in it, but you ignored all that for the comedy. <laughs> yeah, and then I think they were playing a sport in the middle. Yes, there was. <laughs> Basketball. I, yeah. In my expanded I list, I had Blade Runner, but I had the original. The original, yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, and, Mom, again, does that have anything to do with the lead actor of the original Blade Runner compared to Ryan Gosling? <laughs> so... Did anybody Just have the mummy me. in their list anywhere? Sophie no. didn't even. No. Yeah, the new one with Tom Cruise was my number six. Yeah. yeah. Shut up. Shut no. your no. <laughs> no. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. No. I had... uh, Go ahead. Yeah. I was going to say no because it's a. I love one and two. I think I might like Mummy 2 more than one. It's just, it's so good. I Mummy 2 was really good. Yeah. I, no, I, it's, I, it's a lot goofier, but I like one. I had I had uh, a room with a view in my list, Roxy. I did too. Didn't make it though. No, it didn't make the top. Mine it ended up for me at twenty nine out of thirty six. So I had a few good men, Forrest Gump, Rocky. I forgot about you know. Forrest Gump. Oh my gosh! The Truman Show my- almost made it. I think it was like six. I forgot uh, yeah, about I the, Truman, the show. Truman Show. Yeah. Oh, I should have put that in my list. Oh, such a good movie. 
my honorable mention was Mean Girls. Ooh. And <laughs> I really like Mean Girls. It's so good. Uh, it's so good that I actually own two copies of it. <laughs> See, I own two copies. We have Princess Bride in multiple copies as well. Yeah, yes. Princess but Bride. I, just, I, I know that one's like a cult classic, and I do like the movie, but it's, I think a lot Tired. of the ones we've listed today I'd rather watch instead. None, yeah. none of us put yeah. Deadpool, but we should. I, I really <laughs> want to watch the Deadpool version of Princess Bride. It's hilarious. Oh, my gosh, it's hilarious. Yeah. Uh, where, where did you see it? Where did they say it? Uh, I thought we saw it at the theater. Dang. But maybe I'm um, mistaken. I don't know. Where did you, I we didn't go see it together? Moment. I've never seen it. The one what? with X Force? No, that's Deadpool Two. I'm saying they did one. Oh, the it's theatrical. Called, yeah, I saw it. No, Where did I? There's see one it? called Once Upon a Deadpool, yes, and it's yes. him telling Princess Bride to the kid yes. from Princess Bride, but he's an adult now. But Deadpool's the narrator instead of his grandpa or whatever. Yes. And yeah. I'm like, oh. all the actors t took like snippets of their. Is it? No, it's not that one. But you know, everybody took like snippets. You're thinking of the one COVID? online? Wasn't it an online? Yeah, okay. It was on YouTube or something. I thought. I don't know. I, I haven't. I keep seeing clips, but I can't find where I can watch it. It was okay. It was funny. I still I still think Deadpool 2 was funny, but Deadpool 1 was just, it blew me away. Deadpool 2, I, a lot of those movies, they do a good job of being, like I think, funnier in the second one, but then it, they lose some of the, the other elements in the bake. Like, Pitch Perfect 2 is funnier, but it's not as, like, good. <laughs> no, it wasn't as good. I, yeah. I had shows like Top Gun was in my list somewhere. Iron Man was in there. Uh, the original, The Matrix was in my list. Iron Man doesn't get anywhere near like Endgame though, or, Sp or the Spider Man. But it was no the OG. Home. It kicked right? everything off. It was. It, yeah, it but launched no, the whole but genre. But it, yes, it started the ball rolling. But it all culminates at Endgame. Like Thanos is such an awesome character. By uh, is it James Brolin or whatever? Yeah, but yeah, he's he's awesome, and he's so little, and they made him so big. <laughs> yeah, that's fair. Also, I I, I really love that X Men movie. X Men First Class is awesome. First Class is great. It, him, the Magneto actor is so good, and so's the the Professor X. But, and yet, there was not a superhero movie other than. What was appropriately the best one, which was the Spider-Man. Yeah. Literally, when they finished Endgame, I'm like, they'll never top this. And then they brought Toby back, and I'm like, I was wrong. <laughs> <laughs> they, brought, they brought Toby back. You were so excited about that lower. movie. Yeah. I was expecting yeah. it to be trash, and I was like... When they said there were special away. features that coming out on the DVD, I bought the DVD right away. And then right after that, they announced that they were going to put them in theaters. I'm like, y'all suck. <laughs> <laughs> Well, I would I, like to give no, no. I want to give some honorable mentions. Go for it. Yeah. To a couple romantic comedies. Oh no! Just don't feel you know like I mean? as a group we've talked about enough romantic comedies. No, 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 no. <laughs> okay. Okay. We haven't mentioned Crazy Stupid Love, mm -hmm. Easy A, Thirteen Going on Thirty. There's a lot of. Like, you think Easy A is like top ten for you? Easy what about a Love Actually, so Catherine? Love Actually is. It had to be a on really mom's bad list. Movie. You know what I mean? It's actually a really bad movie. Oh, come on. Like, the premise of that movie is bad. It's a classic. It's, it's all a good time. movie. Everything premise... that happens in the movie is awful. Yeah, but the we haven't. Really nobody bad. even mentioned Pretty Woman. Like, what are we doing Ooh, here? Yeah, that's true. That's true. <laughs> and then what? Uh, what's the She's the Man? Come on. We're not oh, even yeah. trying. Come we're, on. we're not trying. <laughs> 
All right. Well, anybody else have any honorable mentions they want to throw out before we wrap up? Uh, that Teen Titans Go to the Movies is such a perfect movie for me only, and no one else would like it. That feels it like so, it's so stupid and awesome, and it's got like it's got like songs in it for no reason. It's almost a musical. It's so good. It's almost a musical. <laughs> It, yeah, because he's getting a movie, so he sings a song about how he's getting a movie, and then there's like a back, like a, a Back to the Future reference when they start time traveling, because there's time travel. It's so good. That is a movie. <laughs> it was good. <laughs> yes. They make a lot of like deep cut uh, comic book jokes, also. Teen Titans is known for their. Tongue in cheek humor. That's kind of the no, only the well, the new one only is. The, yeah, the, the Teen one, Titans yeah. Go is. Yeah. Was there another Teen Titans? Yeah. The OG was like super edgy. Okay. Yeah. The one that was like, it was more like Justice League. But well, Teen Titans. I like Teen Titans Go better, I assume. But... Uh, they, oh, you should, you should cut that out. <laughs> if you flamed, you should edit that out. <laughs> no, it's fine to have that opinion, but you should edit it. <laughs> I should edit myself. Okay. I'm just saying. Okay. I guess I just haven't seen the original. I don't remember. It. No, I think you have. I think you're getting them confused. Maybe I am. Maybe you're I talking like about them. you're talking about the bad guy with Slade and yeah, yeah, the, but like the serious looking one, not the tiny joke versions of them. Yes. Yeah, the tiny joke version says Teen Titans Go that you just said was better. Okay, so maybe I'm confused and I like the other one better. <laughs> yeah, that's why I'm like, I think you're, I, I wouldn't believe that you would have that opinion. Yeah, you may be right. <laughs> you may be right. All right, well, thank you guys for coming out. This has been a ton of fun. And uh, I don't know if you guys want to say anything in signing off or we just want to let everybody go about their day. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> that was a great send off. Yeah. All right, everybody. Dune was only half a movie. We'll see y'all later, guys. <laughs> Stop! Do not let Sam get the last word with Teen Titans and then roasting Kyle. That's not okay. it. Yeah, we got to end on something better. Dune was half a movie. Bye, guys. Everybody goes well, why, don't, why don't we go from oldest to youngest and say goodbye? Goodbye, everyone. Roxy, you're next. She's just never correctly <laughs> oh, in the order. She doesn't, she doesn't know her age. Yeah, she doesn't it, went, want to... it went from youngest to oldest, youngest to oldest, and now y'all flip it on me. Good night, everybody. Yep, good night. Have fun. Good night. Thanks for listening. Thanks, y'all. <laughs> Bye. This podcast is not financial advice. We are not financial advisors. And content is for entertainment and educational purposes only. You should do your own research or consult a professional investment advisor before making any investment decisions. And, as always, thanks for listening to The Piggy Bank Chronicles.